Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. On this episode of Big Boys Don't Cry, we discuss the film Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. You don't have to have seen the film to enjoy the podcast, but if you do proceed and listen, you should just be aware that there are major plot spoilers. So if you haven't seen the film or have any interest in the plot, probably don't listen to this one. Enjoy. song about droids to the tune of old lang syne but i think that's better because old lang syne's still shit i still hate it i'm not a fan either of old lang syne <laughs> do you want to hear it though i do want to hear it bring it to me, Give it it to me. should r2d2 be forgot by his friend c3po there's a new droid not bb8 i think its name was dio dio yes Ronnie James Dio. Ronnie James Dio. Nice to see him getting a shout out in Star Wars. Yes, (laughs) definitely. Is he dead? Yeah, he is dead, isn't he, Dio? Oh, that's a shame. I um, I very much love that song, Holy Diver. Although, you've got to admit, the Killswitch Engage version is ten times better than the original. It is true. Like It's an amazing song, but the Killswitch Engage version, oh, that's how you do a cover version, isn't it? Yeah, that's like that'd be probably one of the top ten heavy metal songs of all time. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Um, holy diver, holy diver, Adam Driver. <laughs> oh, that should have been the song. <laughs> Adam Driver, are you walking round in a t-shirt? <laughs> Something that rhymes with t-shirt. <laughs> you absolute blurt. <laughs> no, no, Adam Driver is good. Wizard, Wizard Cop himself. Wizard Cop is himself is really good. Um. Do he's you... very good. I only found out recently he used to be a Marine. Did you know that? Yes, yeah, I did know that, yeah. So he's, a, he's a very interesting man, as well as being a great actor. He's fascinating. And in, in interviews, he always comes across as very interesting as well and very intelligent. Um, yeah. So we, we like him and his T-shirt. Yeah. We do, we do. I wonder what he got up to on New Year's Eve. <laughs> he was singing karaoke of Holy Diver. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, singing his own name. Adam Driver. <laughs> if, you, if your name fits a song as well as that, you, you, when it's your turn on karaoke, you have to do it, don't yeah, you? Exactly. Do you do you have one like that for your, for your name? I'm well, trying to think of one now. Well, Rob fits in quite well to everything. So you, you give Rob a bad name. I would do anything for <laughs> Rob, but I won't do that. Hey, now why don't you get a Rob? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it, it, I feel at home in many a song. It, it works quite well. You get That's me good. closer to Rob as well to fit in with the, the wonderful tweet that you sent me today about the person <laughs> yeah. singing Nine Inch Nails Closer to Ghostbusters. Yeah, this is going to become a thing. I, this is my prediction, big trend for 2020. Those YouTube songs where it's like, oh, X song, you know, um, Change in the House of Flies, but it's, what was that one? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, who it's, was it? Was it? 
Taylor Swift? No, like it that. was um, Britney Spears, wasn't it? Britney Spears yeah, and Strange right. of Flies. And um, Creep by Radiohead, but it's all I want for Christmas is you. All of that stuff, people are going to be karaokeing that all this year and putting it, putting the videos up. Um, we're going to hit peak mashup karaoke. I, I'm fine with that. That would be a fun little meme trend. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to do positive trends, you know, new decade, positive thinking, etc. I'm trying not to, to do real 2020 predictions like, you know, Brexit will ruin the economy or any of that shit. Yeah. Or Donald Trump will still be president, whatever, you know, that, <laughs> that kind of stuff. We don't need to think about all that stuff. We want positive trends, people. Yeah, we want, we want all the positive stuff. What's going to be great about yeah. the year ahead? Meme fun. Yes, meme fun. The only kind of fun. Yeah. If it ain't meme, it ain't lean. And, and if it ain't lean, not, it ain't green. And if it ain't green, I'm not keen. <laughs> and if you're not keen, you're mean. <laughs> Why you gotta be so mean? So we've watched a film. We have watched a film. This, should we just say Happy New Year to everyone? Get happy, that out of the way? happy New Year. Now, happy New Year. <laughs> now we're going to chat about a movie. Um, so uh, it's no, it's not a big deal or anything. It's, it's not. No, a, it's not a big. It's not a, a big film. It's a minor release, you know. You probably haven't heard of it. You, you haven't heard of it. A very small franchise that was. It was kind of big in the seventies and eighties, wasn't it? And then it died yeah. off a bit after that. Um, no, it went away. Yeah, and it's it's kind of come back, but it's still kind of a, a cult thing, isn't it? Um, no, you yeah. dolts. We're talking about the Star Wars. Star Wars, I love Star Wars. Let's talk about Star Wars once again. Because we've already done a Star Wars special before when we talked about Attack of the Clones. We have. But um, this, you know, this is the final film in the nine-part Skywalker saga, and it's important for us to address that. But, most importantly, there is an romance in it, isn't there? There is romance in it, and it's the first time... There's a smooch. It's the first time that they've been brave enough to put a bit of romance in these Star Wars movies properly. Yeah. Um, well, no, I suppose there was some in the Last Jedi, wasn't there? But this was between the whole... a man and his porgs. <laughs> this is the whole will they, won't they of uh, of of Star Wars in general. Yeah. Um. Oh, who's it going to be? Uh, is it going to happen? Is it not? Um. So I guess we should probably, which give... we didn't get with the previous romantic story of um, Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman. Which was mostly just him going, I'm very angry and sad and I love you. Yes. Lightsabers. And then at the end, oh, I'm even more sad now. I'm <laughs> even more sad now. Super because sad. Because Palpatine told me that I killed my wife. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I, I think we should probably give an additional spoiler warning here because this is a movie that not yeah, everyone yeah. will have even seen in the cinemas yet. No, um, I will. I will do my usual spoiler warning at yeah, the beginning of the podcast but, and just but, say, yeah, we we are going to talk about elements of the plot and everything because we're fans of it. All that stuff is important to us. And if you're if you're listening to this, you probably are a fan of Star Wars as well, or at least have seen it. So yes. don't. Uh, this is one of those episodes. Probably just don't listen to it. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, we, or if you just genuinely don't give a shit, which yeah, is great. <laughs> if you don't care about Star Wars, <laughs> fine, guys, go. Well, go well done. Way. If you don't care about Star Wars. Um, but if you if you do, then we are going to be spoiling the plot a lot. So watch out and maybe listen to it after you've seen it instead. Yeah. Um, Ray yeah. Parker Jr. <laughs> Spoiler number one. Yeah. That is her family history, it's revealed. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah. You always wanted to know where you came from. You know, you're the son of, you're the granddaughter of Ray Parker Sr. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, who's Ray Parker Sr.? You're like, I don't know, dad of the guy who did Ghostbusters, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, right, so how are we going to kick this off? I did make an, a, a, I actually was prepared for this episode. Were you taking notes in the cinema I was, I was, I, notebook? I was there yeah, <laughs> in my little BB-8 notebook, shaped <laughs> a, a circular notebook, very inconvenient. Um, furiously scribbling uh, a notes spherical notebook yeah <laughs> yeah the, the pages are in tiny at the top and then you reach the middle and it's fine and then they start getting yeah. smaller and smaller no, it's, no no it's like an onion so you, you have to like write around the edges and then peel <laughs> and then one peel layer one off, off. <laughs> yeah that's spherical right. notebooks that's my other 2020 trend 2020 trend spherical bb8 notebooks um <laughs> But yeah, unfortunately, my computer crashed and I lost all my notes. So I'm going to have to try and remember what I wanted to say. Um, Wait, you're telling me you were sitting there typing on your computer in the cinema? No, I got home and then I wrote things up afterwards because there was lots of stuff I wanted to definitely make sure I said. Oh, were you were you incensed? I was furious. I was, as one of the strongest gatekeepers of Star Wars, I was furious about what they did to my Star Wars films. A self-appointed um, Star Wars fan. <laughs> yep. I, leader of the uh, the people's resistance. I am such a great Star Wars fan that I hate everything that Star Wars has been. <laughs> and, uh, That's when you know you're a true Star Wars yeah. fan. Um, well, I, I saw it with my dad. We both went, yeah, it's pretty good, wasn't it? And then went to sleep because we have a, a, I have a son. He, he has a grandson. He'd kept us awake all night the night before. So we were lucky to have been able to stay awake through the whole film. Oh, well done. Um, I... So I didn't make any notes, but I'm... I'm just here to to listen to you rant because I did not like this movie very much, um, and I'm not going to say this is a travesty. This is the worst Star Wars movie because it's not the worst Star Wars movie. Um, Where is it ranking comparison to the prequels? Then it is above the prequels, but I will say that at least the prequels had cohesive theme. Running through the prequels, there's a very cohesive theme going on, which is... Which is the, bullshit. Which is bullshit. No, which is the danger of... <laughs> which is midichlorians. Uh, the, the danger of submitting to uh, trusting in powerful individuals, I think, is the mm-hmm. main thing. You know, the whole the whole idea of, of all of the movies is, who can we trust? Oh, this guy seems trustworthy. Let's follow him, even though he's obviously evil. Uh-oh, it turns out he's evil when he's killed everybody. Prequels in a nutshell. Um... Whereas they have failed in that regard with these films, um, where the only movie of the three that really had a strong thematic feel to it was The Last Jedi, where the first one, I I really like The Force Awakens. I don't think it's a classic, but it's a really enjoyable um, nostalgia piece. That I, I agree. I still think it's a very, very good film, and I've really, really enjoyed going to see it in the cinema, and it felt really special to me. Um, in the way that obviously the, the prequels weren't quite the same when we were kids and everything, but it was like, this is the genuinely proper good follow-up and it hit all the right places and there was a really, really intriguing new story being opened. And then The Last Jedi took that and took it in a really interesting direction. And then The Rise of Skywalker just kind of went, oh, you thought it was interesting? Nah, it's the same old Star Wars shit. Yeah, but, it, but it's e- the even worse Star Wars shit um, because... I, I think if you go back a few episodes where we talked about Star Wars before and it comes up every so often, I've jokingly said, oh, yeah, she's going to be a clone of Palpatine or something like that. Um, yep. That would have been better than what really happens in this film. So, <laughs> a clone. That would have been actually quite interesting. So there were clones in it. Did you see Snoke clones in a jar? 
Yeah, and then when they got there at the end, they weren't there. Yeah, there was. What no... happened to them? Where did they go? It... I, I have so many questions. Palpatine just he knocked them over by accident with his giant robot arm. Oh yeah, a robot arm that's <laughs> carrying him around. Like, this hasn't been calibrated he, properly. He's there with <laughs> a little with a little joystick, a little Wii remote, trying to move his arm around, and he accidentally swings around and knocks over the the snake jars, and he's like, "God damn it!" He had to spend so many hours on Wii Fit to get to the point where he could move around independently to to sass Ray at the yeah, end. Ex- exactly, exactly. When he was on his crane um, thing, but so I thought that crane thing was quite cool. The, the crane thing was cool. It was a nice little bit of biomechanical horror. The problem was that it was attached to a character that never should have been in this movie. Yeah, I think we can agree on that. Palpatine. I mean, I didn't been... hate it, but I just thought, like, well, really, is that the best you can do? It's like just bringing back the old shit. Because you know what really annoyed me about this? Lots of critics of The Last Jedi. And The Last Jedi is not a perfect movie. I think it's messy in places. Um, and it, it's a very ambitious film. And it You leave maybe... the Crystal Wolves alone. <laughs> I love the Crystal Wolves. No, I genuinely um, do. But uh, it, 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 it overreached a little bit. And then in other places, it played it too safe. And it felt like there was this real clash between what Ryan Johnson wanted to do but then what he was restricted by, by what Star Wars already was. And and I, yep. it's a messy movie, but I think overall it's a very interesting film. It's a very enjoyable film. It's certainly maybe the most well-directed Star Wars movie since the first one as well, um, where there's these gorgeous shots everywhere. The throne room battle in particular is outstanding from a cinematography perspective. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not a perfect movie, but what they did in terms of bumping off Snoke, who cares who Snoke <laughs> is? He's some old geezer. He's done, sorted. <laughs> yeah. And then setting it up so that Kylo Ren is the villain, which is what he should have been from the first instance. Yeah, absolutely. That was really powerful. And then they undo it within seconds of the movie starting, of, 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 of Skywalker starting. Um, within seconds, it's 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 done away with, and oh, secretly Palpatine's been alive the whole time. Wait, didn't he get thrown down this massive shaft and then exploded into nothingness? Yeah, well, who cares? It doesn't doesn't matter. We'll <laughs> yeah. just ignore that. It's all right. Um, we already did it with Darth Maul. He got cut in half and he came back. He so came whatever. back. He came back. But Darth Maul was not exploded into nothingness, whereas old Palpy was. Um, but what mainly we- just to give a job to Ray Park. <laughs> Not to be confused with Ray Park uh, Jr., yeah, of course. Who is who is the chosen one Jedi of this film. Um, but what, what annoyed me about the decision to bring back Palpatine was that... It was annoying that they showed it like, immediately as well. and they, There was no work up to it. That's the thing. I thought uh, you, we all went into it knowing that like there'd been rumours that that was how it was going to go. And I thought, okay, that's fine. Maybe you can do that if you sort of work up to it. I thought it, that it was going to work up to some kind of reveal, but no, it was instant. It was like, he's been there the whole time. Is this what you want, you hogs? This is what you want, <laughs> This you is fans. what you want, you, you disgusting <laughs> pigs. Come you eat at, Come eat at the, the trough <laughs> of fandom right Come here. suckle at the Star Wars teat. Um, but, but what really frustrated... that's how it felt, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And what really frustrated me was that people go on about The Last Jedi being offensive to the memory and the the origins of Star Wars. What is more offensive than that is the way that this movie treats the origins of Star Wars. By bringing back Palpatine here, it undermines the entire redemption arc of the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. It means that Darth Vader and his sacrifice and his return to the side of good that was brought about by Luke Skywalker, a.k.a. the hero, is entirely undermined. But according to this movie, the original trilogy doesn't matter at all. No. 
because because by two minutes into this film the status quo of what the original movies were has been has been put back in place here's palpatine he's the leader of the evil nasty people who run the galaxy he's got a big fleet of stuff and he can kill anybody Look, he's got a big fleet of star rebels. destroyers and every single one's got planet killing abilities yeah hey <laughs> that is some fan fiction bullshit yeah. right there and and i found that really frustrating because even the prequels didn't undermine the legacy of the original films you no. know it's a bit like have you seen harry potter and the cursed child the play no i haven't did um, you have you i know what happens you know, you're there's, the there's time travel there's fan fiction style bullshit okay well spoiler spoiler for that as well just quickly but there's actually a very <laughs> very comparable element in this which is that the whole thing is it revolves around the idea that voldemort had sex basically and you're like hey voldemort had sex but at least it tells you who he had sex with in this one there's there's no sense at all of, she's Palpatine's granddaughter, right? But there's absolutely nothing given to you about when Palpatine found the time to fuck. Yeah, when did he find the time to have sex? That's well, my biggest gripe. Not 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 only when did he find the time, but who who and when and how and where and why was he married when he was a senator? There's all of this stuff that, that like they could have actually worked into it and made it really interesting, and they could have done that in a way that perhaps didn't undermine, as you say, the whole narrative of Darth Vader's sacrifice of throwing him down the um, down the shaft and of the whole hero narrative that got undermined. But they didn't do it, did they? No, they, they undermined the shaft throwing it's been about in order half to an hour strengthen... messing around with fucking Sith wayfinders. <laughs> Which I didn't mind that. I, I didn't mind the MacGuffin and chasing around. It felt like an adventure movie. I thought that was fine. Yeah, you... that... That was fine. It, it was Indiana Jones style nonsense, and I really enjoyed it. And and I I feel like some of those elements did, like did do Star Warsy adventure stuff. But what this movie did was it undermined the shaft throwing to propel the shaft raising of Palpatine. If you yeah. catch my drift, I'm talking about his penis. <laughs> yeah, um, but Palpatine. Interestingly, <laughs> I, I thought enough, you meant his um his giant um giant mechanical arm. Mechanical, yeah. Um, interestingly enough, yeah. this movie does bring back something from the original movies that not a lot of people might have picked up at, which is accidental incest. Because <laughs> did you know that it has been established in Star Wars canon that Emperor Palpatine can inseminate people without having sex with them? Oh, so he didn't fuck. So he didn't necessarily fuck. He might have just gone. Here's my magic seed, and and put it somewhere. How did how did this happen? Is this some Darth Plagueis shit? Yeah. So it is exactly some dark uh, dark Plagueis. Darth dark Plagueis. Plagueis. <laughs> that <laughs> was his. That dark was his, Vader. That was his first name. <laughs> um, so it is some it is some Plagueis nonsense. So you know how he says in uh, the Revenge of the Sith that there is this this magic Darth who had the power to bring life and 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 cause babies to be made without having sex um and and he mentions it to anakin and it's very heavily implied oh yeah because the the implication is that um he conceived anakin yes so there was no immaculate conception this is actually confirmed in a in a canon star wars comic that 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 is the reason behind it so guess what the skywalkers and the palpatines are related yeah. What does that mean about Ray and Ben Solo? They're only then what, like first cousins? It's so, fine. so yeah, they're. It's not incest. So let let's see. So she is the granddaughter of Palpatine. Palpatine is the father of Anakin Skywalker. He's the father of Anakin Skywalker. 
so luke skywalker is like the cousin so he's he's her cousin yeah so they're first cousins aren't they as is leia yeah so yeah actually kyle oren is he's her her cousin's son yeah yeah right okay yeah that's 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 a bit nasty so it's a bit nasty isn't it um so i'm not sure whether they they knew that because it was in star wars comics but you'd have thought somebody in the writing team would have gone wait a minute i seem to remember there being something in our in our law here that (laughs) goes to the giant book of star wars law and and flicks through and says oh yeah they're related no we can't do that there's probably only one guy at lucasfilm and that's his job he's the like law guy the law master he's got his own office with all the books sitting around him like um did you watch the recent his dark materials adaptation i didn't know oh mate it was really really good i was gonna make a reference to it there's this bit where the guy in the magisterium who reads the alethiometer is in his big big cavernous room surrounded by books that's what the guy at lucasfilm does and that's his job yeah exactly so there's someone there and you'd have thought that guy would have gone wait a minute this isn't right we shouldn't be putting this in the movie um but they did and so yeah incest is back guys Incest is back in Star Wars. It's what the fans wanted. 2020 positive trend. <laughs> more more Star Wars incest is what we want. Um, so yeah, so I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, I'm not too sure they should be doing this. Um, but again, that comes down to the issue of them bringing back Palpatine, which I think was a really bad decision to make. Yeah. Um, again, I, as I said, I think it could have been done and they could have made it work, but it was a flipping tall order to try and get from that point to that point without just kind of lazily cutting the corners and filling it with what they think the the, the hogs want, which yeah. was exactly what <laughs> which they did. Which is exactly what they did. And I think that was a real issue. Um, I, I really didn't like the way that they tied in the family history. So even if they had to bring back Palpatine, they didn't need to make her, her make Ray his granddaughter. It really yeah. annoyed me because there hasn't always... With literally zero explanation then about her parents or anything else. Because what what works so well about star wars and yes there is a chosen one and yes there is all of that nonsense destiny stuff but the main moral of star wars is that unexpected people can cause great waves so it might be a random farm boy from a dust planet it might be yoda the muppet is secretly a great jedi master (laughs) literally frank oz it might be hey you know this destiny about this immaculate conception child who's going to bring balance to the force oh actually maybe it wasn't that maybe he was actually a product of of sith weird nonsense yeah throughout star wars there's this whole thing about undermining expectations of what what a hero looks like and by bringing it all back around again to actually eugenics is good and there's only two families in the universe that know how to be (laughs) jedis yeah i'm not too sure that works guys and and i was really disappointed that they kind of did away with all of that because the end of finn can vaguely sense the force that's enough that's enough for the rest of you we'll throw you he can he can vaguely sense the force sort of (laughs) which which consists of him shouting ray about 50 times yeah um or poe or poe or poe which always sounds like he's saying poo poo Whereas, you know, The Last Jedi ended with that with that little Force-sensitive kid, and you're like, yeah, anybody... I was going to say, that, that was a really amazing ending. That was so cool. And that was like, that was definitely setting up for that to be a thing in the next film, yeah. for there to be some kind of, like, revolution. I, that genuinely, to me, felt like a setup for a, a third film that was going to build on that, actually, more than anything else. Yes, whereas instead, the 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 Skywalker 
fun time fiasco was <laughs> you know um it in that was the the original title yeah that was the original title um no the the rise of skywalker um it it does away with all of that to focus back again on special people doing special things and that and it, it all comes down to these individuals so so palpatine going super powered and ah my power levels increased by 10 times now and i can do super lightning uh which completely does away with all of the battle going on ahead which feels entirely superfluous now um all of all of that stuff just it didn't feel like star wars and the main plot of this movie didn't feel like star wars to me which is a shame yeah even though it was trying to be extremely star wars yeah and and I'm going to make a gaming reference here, which you may or may not get. So Resident Evil is one of the most renowned horror series ever, right? Yeah. Um, The most hated game in the Resident Evil main series is Resident Evil 6. And what Resident Evil 6 did, it it's an interesting game because they tried to please everybody. And in doing so, everybody hated it. So it wasn't really a horror game. It was more of an action game um to try and sort of broaden the market as much as they could to it um there's some amazing bits like there's a little cut scene where you can press a button and go and slide down a a kid's slide when you're this big hulking zombie killer which is hilarious um i don't think they necessarily meant it to be that funny but it 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 kind of saved the game for me but what it did mean was that long-term fans were disappointed new fans are also disappointed because it didn't do what they wanted it to do um and instead it was just this big clunking mess that didn't really do anything well and i think that's the main problem with this movie is that they're trying to please everybody and in doing so they've not really pleased anyone absolutely yeah 100 percent. they've gone through every element of it and going what do people complain about about this let's address it because and it's unnecessary ultimately you know people only do that because they're worried that it'll be a box office bomb and it won't make money it's fucking Star Wars. Of course it's going to make money. You could put out an hour, you know, two, two to three hours of like John Boyega and Oscar Isaac running around and farting. It it would make $4 billion. Because the only Star Wars movie that hasn't made money was Solo, um, which is a shame because I think Solo is actually quite a good movie. But people Did it do badly at the box it office? Did, it did do badly at the box office. And, oh, and part of that was releasing it at the wrong time. It released at a bad time. It also was retelling the story of a character that that casual fans didn't necessarily want to see a retelling of where people thought oh no I, he harrison ford is my hand solo i don't need to see this um yeah but but i think the most important thing was that the troubles behind the scenes of that movie were very well publicized so yeah. so the general public knew oh this has been a bit of a mess i'm not sure whether i'm going to go and see it and i think all, those three aspects between them are what led to it not doing so well um, but if you're releasing a mainline numbered Star Wars movie, you can do whatever you want and people will still go and see it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, what I would have loved for it to be is literally just two and a half hours of just BB-8 just rolling along on the sand. <laughs> trying to trying to roll up a hill and then sliding yeah. back down. <laughs> it says here um, Solo budget was 275 to 300 million Box office three hundred ninety three point two million. So it did make a. It profit. made a profit, but it did not make. It did not make an outrageous, hilarious profit. Yeah. That they could all pump back into making hand solo toys. Exactly, exactly, and and so it's it's a failure in comparison to other Star Wars movies. 
Um, but it probably. But that's what's ridiculous about this whole thing. Like a film that makes ninety million dollars is clearly a massive success, but if that's viewed as a failure. People are so scared of that that they then make dumb choices, and it's just stupid. Yes, and I think being scared played a big part in this movie. Um, and I I do wonder when the creative decisions were made to go down the path that they did with this plot, um, because. I suspect in terms of the timeline, this would be around the same time that Disney got scared and fired James Gunn, where they were listening very heavily to fan feedback online that was not necessarily always in good faith. And I don't want to say that everyone who hated The Last Jedi is a Nazi because they weren't. You know, there's there's lots of legitimate fans. Only, you know, most of them. <laughs> there's, there's lots of legitimate fans who didn't like The Last Jedi for genuine story reasons. And that's fair enough. You know, some people, their expectations of what Luke Skywalker should be weren't met. And they thought that some of the plot lines were a bit dodgy and they felt that that some people don't enjoy luke skywalker milking or whatever the hell it was yeah and and i love that but not everybody did not everybody enjoyed him being grumpy not everybody enjoyed that's great i think that's ryan johnson's homage to the cat milking scene in june (laughs) i i genuinely think there might have been a little nod there um but also you know people didn't like the way that finn's story arc didn't really progress which is fair enough and i think they could have done more with finn in that movie um, they could have done more with Finn overall. I think, yes, actually. yeah, and I think he's the big loser of the entire trilogy. It's the first movie, he's very, very strong as a character and you get that instant idea of who he is and he's this scared person who grows to become strong and at the end faces down against the most powerful warrior in the galaxy. Um, but then when the second movie starts off, he's thinking of running away again and it's almost like he's reverted back to form, which I don't necessarily think was the best choice to make. Yeah. Um, but, and it's like, is he in love with Ray? Oh no, there's a new character, Rose. We like her. She's cool. This is a nice story. Even though I wanted him and Poe to be a thing, and then in um, the Skywalker Funtime Extravaganza disaster, or whatever you called it, <laughs> she's in like literally two scenes, and he is clearly in love with Ray, but never gets the chance to say it. Ray, I love you. I know, can't say that. Um, so yeah, and regard, I think this is the main problem I have with this movie because. Their treatment of, of 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 Rose, of Kelly Marie Tran, their treatment of her outweighs the story elements and the filmmaking elements of what makes this film work or what makes it doesn't work. Because if you are... If, if one of the stars of your movie franchise is forced off social media because of sexist and racist assaults by members of your so-called fandom, you stand by that person. You do not bow to the yeah. wishes of those people and cut her out of the yeah, film. Yeah, surely entirely. the response to that is to actually give her a massive role in the next film. Or, or not necessarily to give her a massive role, but at least continue that story. You know, you can't let down some... You've put this person in the public eye. You then fail to protect her in the eyes of a very aggressive... And, and the criticism of her, a lot of that did come from these right-wing elements, which I think is very unsavory. Um, yeah. And you fail to protect her from that. You fail to give her sufficient support for that with um, with only a handful of people really coming out in her defense. So Ryan Johnson came out, John Boyega came out about it as well. But there wasn't really a, a big effort to support her. And and what have you done now? You've thrown her under a, under the bus in the final movie and given her about two minutes of screen time. Yeah, and, and, really bad. And that was very unsavory for me. As regardless of what you think of this character and... Re- it's what you think of treating people fairly 
and, 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 and that's the biggest failure of this movie and I found it really disappointing that they did nothing with her you see giant slug monster in the first scene on the on the millennium falcon and i love i love giant slug monster he's a big giant slug you know give mad props to him but nothing wrong with hey that. you know who's a really good engineer rose tico is a really good engineer if you're flying around on a dangerous mission and you need a really good engineer maybe they should have put rose in that scene yeah but they didn't and they sidelined her and the decision that's the the the, the reason for that that's been given by by the screenwriter um, who's the same guy who wrote uh, Batman v Superman and who wrote Justice League, um, is that, oh, well, we wrote all these extra scenes with Princess Leia in, um, but then the CGI didn't come through and it looked a bit weird, so we kind of cropped them out. It's like, well, you still made the decision in that case to have her doing nothing throughout the movie apart from staying at the base. So why did you make that decision to have her doing nothing whatsoever? Why didn't you make the but, decision to write in two additional or three additional characters who could have done the same job as Rose? If you've been reading all these like weird rumours that have been circulating that there's like a much longer cut um, out there yes. that J.J. Abrams has. Yeah, the unverified three-hour cut. Release the J.J. cut. Yeah. And I could believe that because it's only two hours and 20 minutes, which actually did seem kind of short to me. And the, the sort of ending scenes of them all hugging each other at the Rebel base all seemed quite rushed. It seemed like... Oh, they've had their smooch, that's over. Rebel base hug, back to Tatooine, that's it. I felt like there was some stuff missing from that. Yeah, it did feel very rushed, and I do wonder if there isn't a longer cut out there, uh, and if we'll ever find out if that's actually the case or not. Um, because the, the obvious comparison there is to release the Snyder Cut, which is uh, uh, which is a reference to the Justice League, um, where... I haven't seen that. It's a... It's a biz- is it rubbish? It, mm, it's a bizarre movie. I think you'd probably hate it um, because it's this clash of... So So initially, Zack Snyder directed it, um, but because of unfortunate family circumstances, he, he bowed out of it and they handed it over to Joss Whedon. Uh, and their two directing styles are very, very different. So Zack Snyder is yeah. quite... Uh, quite, uh, like, physicality-driven, quite dour... Uh, quite heavy in his approach, whereas Joss Whedon is much more lighter. Dialogue. It's Michael Bay in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah, Michael Bay in a trench coat versus um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer Man. Yeah. Um, so you've got this weird clash of a movie series, and and the DC universe had very much been set up to be this very serious, somber place. Um, and and a lot of the framework of the film is clearly set up around that. But then where where Joss Whedon's come in it's very much more lighthearted and there's these quips between characters and things like that. So it's a weird tonal blend between these two very sort of um, different filmmakers. Um, so then obviously uh, a lot of fans were disappointed in, in, in Justice League because it wasn't what had been expected from the previous movies, uh, resulting in people wanting the Snyder cut. So the cut of the movie of what Zack Snyder intended, um, which probably exists but does not exist in a finished state because things like the cgi wouldn't have been completed um and i wonder if there is something else here where there's an extended cut of things that they couldn't film or that they that weren't suitable or didn't come out the right way which is generally what happens with every movie you know um but i do wonder whether there is that level of interference that these conspiracy theories have been putting out there or whether it is just cut off because the movie felt long yeah May I'd like to think there's a little bit of both, but who knows, really? 
Yeah. Will we ever know? And and I don't know if we ever will know. It's down to whether any of the people involved in the movie actually share it because as yet it's just been unsubstantiated rumors on Reddit. I think someone's going to bribe the law guy. He'll talk eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um baby He's not getting paid enough. Ba- baby Yoda. Um in in do, in do, series do, 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 do. in series 2 of the Mandalorian baby Yoda's going to come out and he's just going to go, "Hey, the JJ cuts real, and that's going to be his first words. <laughs> yeah, or it's going to be like he says something weird, and then if you play it backwards, it says the JJ cut is real. Real, believe. real the JJ cut is. <laughs> Does Baby Yoda talk like that? No, Baby Yoda doesn't talk. He's he just makes little squeaks. Oh yeah, yeah. He's unbelievably cute. Baby, that's the real reason I didn't like this movie. Is there's no Baby Yoda. No Baby Yoda. Um, and and obviously, um, this does not mean good things for baby yoda this movie because if palpatine has been scouring the galaxy for force users and feeding off their energy does that mean that he got to baby yoda he probably did which, yeah fuck off palpatine i know which is i know <laughs> which is going to be canon in my head and it's not the one where baby yoda gets eaten we got canon in my head tonight, <laughs> baby. um yeah everyone's got a canon in their head haven't they yeah. It's like if the, when there's something that's as big as Star Wars with all these kind of books and comics and whatever, unless you're like a real purist and you never consume anything or never hear about anything or ever, like you might have read some of the books or some of the comics or seen like some of the Clone Wars stuff or whatever and be like, yeah, I'm quite into the idea that Darth Maul didn't die and now has like robotic spider legs and runs this um, fascist crime syndicate. Yeah, I'm into that. You know, and, you know, everyone has their own idea about it. So as you say, if you try to make a film that addresses everyone's headcanon, you'll lose because yeah. you can't. Particularly something as diverse and as strange as Star Wars, where in my head, you know, Kit Fisto is the greatest Jedi. <laughs> good, yeah. good old, where's Kit Fisto's where, movie? Yeah, where's the Kit Fisto standalone unit movie? Where, where, where's... where's? Uh... I'm still annoyed that Mace Windu fell out the window. <laughs> That was not an ace windy, was it? It was a pretty shoddy no. windy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. In, where's my the Fisto TV series, <laughs> Disney Plus, <laughs> the Fistalorian, <laughs> the Fistalorian. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and that's the thing. Everybody has their favourites. You think about how well the the Star Wars universe latched onto Boba Fett as a character, so much so that they almost invented this entire you know um creed this 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 nation this planet behind his character which has then spawned yeah. the mandalorian um how they brought him back in the books because people were dissatisfied with the way that he died in the films um there's so many different ways that people see the these stories and there's so many different tones that these stories have so i've recently started playing um jedi fallen order which is a new video game it came out at the end of last year there was an advert for it in the cinema. Where, it looks quite good. It, it is good. You you play as a little Jedi Padawan who escaped the purge, and you're going around doing stuff, and it's a fun little adventure game. Um, but again, that it's set in that gap between the prequels and the original movies. But it has its very own. It has this very unique tone that almost feels closer to movies like Rogue One. Um, so it's a there's so many different stories that are told in star wars in so many different ways that if you're trying to please everybody you you really need to to find your own voice and i don't think this movie found its own voice it was just saying here's some stuff here's some stuff 
And then when it did find its own voice, that's when it was interesting, but that wasn't enough of it. So I really loved the way that this movie, it had the three main characters together having fun adventures. Yeah. And and that's something that the series hasn't really done. That's what's good about Star Wars. Yeah, the yeah, the 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 rollicking adventures as they're driving a speeder through a dune shooting at people or or doing the hyperspeed skips. Um that that's what works so well about Star Wars. Um and and that's what works so well here is there's a good chemistry between Poe, Ray and Finn. And yeah. and they actually get to show it off here. Um Can we talk about the real hero of the film which is my main man babu frick mate babu frick's overrated i knew you were gonna say that they were like oh what can we put in this movie that's gonna rival baby yoda nothing nothing (laughs) rivals baby yoda you take your babu frick and get the babu frick out of here he's a tiny genius i do i like babu frick he's a cute little man who knows how to fix robots um yeah yeah he and and Again, that was a fun little, and and Star Wars is made of those fun little weird characters like um, Salacious B. Crumb, the, yeah. the the guy who sits on Jabba the Hutt's shoulder laughing. <laughs> it's all about those those little pockets of details um, and the the strangeness. And so there was moments like that that worked. I I liked, um, I liked Poe's r- random old friend. I didn't necessarily like the fact that they made him a former drug dealer. <laughs> Um, yeah, felt a bit. <laughs> That's, here's his backstory, you hogs. Yeah, this you wanted you backstory. Want. Here, he's a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, she was quite an interesting character. Again, more, more, wanted more of that. Yeah, and they could have done, they could have done more with her. Um, they really underutilized Finn um, meeting the fellow stormtrooper rebels. Yeah, that, that was cool. <laughs> that was riding really, on the that, riding on the horse thingies in open space. That was that was really where they'd definitely be able to breathe, <laughs> and, and that was really cool. But I, I, and him meeting up with other people who defected is really nice. Um, but yeah. but they, again, again, that's those are when there is this much lore and canon behind it. Those are the things that are most interesting, and they're just kind of there to service a pretty pedestrian addressing what fans want plot yeah and they should have done more of that and i think maybe that could have been part of the last jedi's plot was um rose and finn go off to find new recruits for the rebellion for the resistance rather because obviously at the end of of um the force awakens the 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 first order's just blown up a planet with their new gun and they're clearly back and scary um and their whole thing could have been you know still asking questions about faith and courage but also they they're rebuilding the resistance and they find these pockets of like you know stormtroopers who have have defected because they didn't want to kill innocent people and again that could and it feels more like the people's rebellion yeah and then that could have tied not to get all not to get all jeremy corbyn on you but it's like (laughs) the the way the last jedi was set up it made you feel like that was going to happen especially with the little boy at the end it needs to be the people's rebellion when in fact the, the whole thing in um the the rise of skywalker that was also quite laughable it was like we're going to put out a signal to everyone and see if people show up nobody shows up <laughs> nobody shows up of course they all show up in the end because they are all there the people yeah um but you didn't see any of that building up of these relationships or anything like that and that's something that they could have done more with um apart from lando apart from lando and lando got a tiny cameo <laughs> the real lando um it, it was nice to see lando it was nice yeah He's aged also well. Wedge Antilles. Did you see Wedge Antilles? Yeah, yeah, that was a really. Did nice you enjoy that story. fan service, you pig? You enjoy seeing all these, <laughs> all these people who've lived, moved on with their lives, drugged back into Star Wars one more time just to placate you, you 
fucking bastards. <laughs> um, no, it, it was really nice to see some of these people brought back just for a little nod. And and hearing all of those voices of, of former Jedis as well, um, when they're all like, go on, Ray, you can do it. You can kill this shrivelly old I thought old there was going to be a proper big um, like force ghost scene. Yeah, and according where they to all this, appear according, and like rush into her, and then it all whatever. But that's like what happens at the end of Harry Potter, isn't it? So they couldn't do that. According to this leak, there is a, there is there was meant to be that, but it didn't come out. It was cut. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, I don't know if this leak is accurate. I highly doubt that it is. We've got to see Alec Guinness <laughs> tampered with and made into a, a real CGI thing, which I'm sure he would have loved. I'm sure he would have loved that. He, he, it's what he would have wanted. He was well known for his love of Star Wars, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, it was the best thing he ever worked on. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was... Um, and and those those moments of fan service, I think, work quite well. And for the end of, you know, this is the end of what's supposed to be a nine-movie series although it feels like three very distinct like animals in their own right it would have been quite nice to get get little bits and pieces like that but because they because the main structure of this story of this the the story of this film doesn't work all of those fan service bits felt a bit like uh you know not not really entirely as fun or as emotional as they should be yeah I also thought it was stupid how Exegol, which just sounds like a species of you know, extinct reptile, like once they they spend the like ninety percent of the film searching for the stupid wayfinder so they can find the path there, and apparently you can only find it with the wayfinder. But as soon as they've done it, everyone can find it. Yeah, but it was the wasn't it that Ray's ship was showing them all the course? Yeah, but surely, like, if it was that easy to track a ship going there, they would have done it already. If it's this, this like Sith planet, yeah, but evil Sith magic, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But evil Sith magic, but Palpatine's emails, <laughs> that... crooked Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, there, there there are those little awkward plot moments, but you kind of expect that from a Star Wars movie. These movies aren't renowned for their super tight storytelling, but you do no. expect things to make sense within their own right. Um, which I don't think it necessarily did. And and because of the pacing issues as well, it kind of highlighted those problems a little bit more. Yeah. Did you like that Palpatine straight up murdered his child? Yeah, down with that. Yeah, just killed his own kid. Wh- whichever one it was. Was it the Whichever was one it, it was, son? we don't know. Was it a son? Was it a daughter? Um, yeah. Did he conceive it by fucking or by midichlorians? Um, Who knows? By the way, Ray's mum... Sorry, I've just had a text from my wife. Oh, it was 38 minutes ago. She's obviously listening to me talk. It says, I don't care about Star Wars. Smiley face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> accurate. Accurate. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, Ray's mum, Villanelle in Killing Eve. Yeah, oh really? Tiny... I haven't seen that. It's super hear, good. Um, you should definitely watch I hear it. Hear good things. Yeah, Killing Eve is great. Um, but yeah, and you know, her character would not take bullshit from some fish assassin. <laughs> fish assassin. <laughs> Which is what that guy was. He's a fish you assassin. Absolute fish assassin. Fish assassin. Um some some wet milk fish assassin would not be able to yeah. kill Villanelle. Um, there was a lot of wet milk in this film, wasn't there? There was a lot of wet milk. And not just the milk that Luke Skywalker squeezed out of the thing. No, not on... that delicious milk. You got you got bad milk, bad wet milk here. Yeah, um... bad milk. <laughs> and you know who's drinking that? 
the Knights of Ren. So that was a hilarious disappointment. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't too fussed about Knights of Ren. I was intrigued to see what their backstory was. They didn't get a backstory, but they did reappear in this movie, wandered about a bit. Half of them got blown up in a hilarious scene, and then the rest of them just got <laughs> killed instantly by Kylo Ren. They're about as threatening as Monty Python's The Knights Who Say Me. And they look incredibly like The Knights Who Say Me as well. <laughs> I know. Um, I, I could not stop laughing when I saw this. I was amazed that you did that. She's... That's actually because I went to see it with my dad. And that's the kind of thing. Even though we've been watching Star Wars films together since like the first trilogy, he always finds something like that that he latches onto and just keeps chuckling at. And I was just looking over <laughs> and he's just like going. <laughs> For me, that was Chewbacca getting blown up. Um, oh, that was so stupid. Chewie's dead. Chewie's dead. Of course Chewie's not fucking dead. I mean, they should have killed Chewbacca. They, they should have killed him. You know how Chewbacca dies in um, in the in the novels? Because he does die in the novels that are now oh, really? not canon. I think it's that a Star Destroyer crashes into him or something like that. <laughs> it's like, It took something like that to kill Chewbacca. Whereas in, in, in this, it's... Um, Oh, we, <laughs> there was a fight, a force power fight between Ray and 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 Kylo Ren, um, and it was quite cool when she was on the ground and he was coming along with the Tie Fighter and she did the back. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, that was great. But what that was what cool. was even better was when they were both holding their hands out and shaking them, going, "Oh, this is hard force power!" And then she accidentally lightning attacks the ship and blows up Chewbacca. Yeah, and they should have left it at that. That should have been the death of Chewbacca. They should, they should, they actually should have done because it would have made her character have just that little bit of, you know, I'm not this, this perfect, like Palpatine royalty person. You know, I am like an ordinary person who makes bad mistakes and I have to atone for my crimes and whatever. But instead he comes back about five minutes later. He's fine. He's fine. (laughs) Didn't Um, even hurt him. No, because they were on a different ship that was there (laughs) that you never saw. Um, (laughs) Right. Yeah. Which which was hilarious, but there were some of the Knights of Ren on that ship apparently because they mentioned, oh yeah, we suffered some casualties in the Knights of Ren, <laughs> so she did manage to blow up a few of them. But I, I was I was amazed that they didn't have them fighting. Like you'd have thought there would have been a scene where uh, where where Poe and Finn and Ray were ambushed by half of the Knights of Ren or something like that. And you had this cool scene where they were fighting each other, but it never happened. So they basically just walked around looking like the Knights who say knee and then died. Yeah. Which in a way is absolutely hilarious and a good thing. Yeah. And I bet Ryan Johnson, because Ryan Johnson did not write them into the, the the last Jedi. (laughs) They did not appear in that film. They were, sir, not appearing in this film in, (laughs) in that movie. Well, Um, so the, the red boys in Snoke's chamber, they're not the nice. No, they were just. Um, they're just baddies. Yeah, they were just baddies. Um, Red ninja baddies. But I, I bet Ryan Johnson, who's sitting down, and he's sitting down, he's watching this movie. He's thinking, "Oh, I made a great film called Knives Out recently. Now let's see what the <laughs> now let's see what they did with that other movie that I worked on a couple of years back." <laughs> um, I bet when he saw the Knights of Ren dying so hilariously, he just thought, "Shit, I wish I'd thought of that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah ryan johnson watched all of this god damn it why didn't i have ray heal a giant sandworm out of nowhere <laughs> which was great i love that why didn't i give her random healing powers yeah and and you know what random force powers that's fine but they then just keep using the random healing over and over again um, yeah to make a point that like oh she's special something else that annoyed me 
She's obviously from a special bloodline. Sorry, this has been an, a, a Rob is annoyed about things. And I don't really like doing that for, for, for things that I love. And I love. Yes, you do. You love it. But, but only for things that I hate. But for things that I love, I don't like being nitpicky. But the other thing was at the end of the movie, she buries the lightsabers in the sand on Tatooine. Yeah. Someone's going to find those and kill someone. But like, They'll have someone's eye out. <laughs> But but the way that I read it was she, she was sucking them down into the sand and so that they'll never be seen again. But the whole point of the lights... Some Jawa's was... going to dig those up and become very rich. That was my Jawa noise. <laughs> There's this great bit in... You've not seen... Um, the, you've not seen The Mandalorian, but for some... No. There is a bit in that where they are all eating a giant egg. It makes sense, sort of, in it. It's just a giant egg, and they're just eating it, and and they're all chanting the Jawa for egg, which is suka. So they're they're going suka, 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 suka. Wait, is it is that sport in the universe of the Mandalorian? <laughs> they're chanting it like a sport. No, they're 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 they're, they're, cha- they're just chanting about this egg, this delicious egg that they're eating. I have, to and they're just going suka, suka, suka. So every every so often, I'll turn to my other half and just go suka, suka. <laughs> What's for breakfast? What's for breakfast? Suka, suka. That's suka. brilliant. I have um, heard nothing but good things. I feel like I, the, I have the Mandalorian to watch it is now. so good. It's really, really good. Um, it's simple. It's a simple, straightforward, episodic story, and it works. Right, it works really well. Um, but. Yeah, but yeah, the, the lightsabers, right? Surely that what's going to happen next is other Force-sensitive people will then need to be trained in the ways of the Jedi. And the whole point of yeah. it is passing down the lightsaber to the next generation. But instead, what she's doing at the end of the movie is effectively what Luke was doing at the end of um, the main trilogy. What you find out he's done by the end of the main, by, by the, the start of the sequels is going into seclusion and living the life of a hermit. You're like, yeah. well, that's a, bit of a shame what about future force sensitive kids yeah that doesn't matter about them no because she she's the only one broom there won't be any broom boy's dad isn't fucking space emperor palpo is he he's just some fucking, broom boy probably died he's just some fucking broom boy who cares about Planet broom boy he doesn't deserve he doesn't deserve to be powerful or have any agency because he's not no he's an ordinary person of course he doesn't because space eugenics yeah exactly Ray, there's, there's Ray, no, no force for the shit munchers. I'm telling you now, Ray's into phrenology. Yeah, right yeah, now. definitely. Pal- Palpatine Jeez. had a little list of people that he he got to go and eat, and it was all based around their skull shapes. Like, oh yes, this is a good skull <laughs> shape for the midichlorians. <laughs> yeah, Ray's read all of Jordan Peterson's books. <laughs> Finn just bookcases and bookcases of Ayn Rand. <laughs> Yeah, she follows Toby Young on Twitter. <laughs> now, talking of Asuka, Asuka, Asuka. <laughs> He's the biggest egg in the world. Asuka. Um, so I realise, should we talk a little bit about the romance in this film? The kiss. The kiss, yeah. We'll give, we'll give the romance as much time as this movie gave to it. Yeah. <laughs> two minutes, two minutes, go. Yeah. Um, I, I liked the way that they um, com- they, they sort of built up their their attraction almost or, or the link that they had. So the moments where they were in different parts of the galaxy and they were able to communicate and they would have battles, they were really cool. Like where he grabs the necklace off her or they both smash the Vader mask. 
that was awesome. Yeah. That stuff I did find interesting and enjoyable. Yeah, and, and that did build up what they started doing in the previous film about this link between the two of them. And and so that felt genuine. I didn't necessarily feel as though it needed to go down a destined lover's route instead of more of a, a, a raw attraction, a raw chemistry. Um, so I felt at the end where they're like, oh, you're my true love. I was like, yeah. mm, no, not true love. A, and it, a because again, it, it feels like they, they do have that chemistry and they build that up, but then it immediately goes straight from that to the Romeo and Juliet thing because they're in Palpatine's chamber on Exegol and that's the MacGuffin and there it is. When actually they, you should have given them, yeah, have that kiss, but then don't kill him. Let him be alive so he can have some more time to explore the choice that he's made to go from the dark side to the light, which is a very, very big deal and is treated only really as a thing that serves the plot of her being special. Yeah. Um, he... Well, actually, I want, yeah, I want more of their romance. I want to see what they, what if he'd survive, what they'd do afterwards. Where would they go on holiday? Well, you know? I'm not going to lie. Uh, he's going to the Space Hague. <laughs> for, <laughs> well, for, yeah, for, that. for the countless space genocides that he's committed. Um, he, he is not going to... He'll be tried by some kind of like little Babu Frick judge. <laughs> Babu Frick. Um, yeah. <laughs> You go to the main flare. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, so that didn't um, that didn't work for me. I felt like that was a bit awkward, and and making it into this true romance instead of it just being this this chemistry between them, I don't think really worked that well. Um, yeah. But I would have loved to have seen more time. Like, what would have been great is if when he'd turned back to the light side, there'd been a bit of time where he had to get there with Finn and with Poe. Yes, exactly. Where actually, or maybe he shows up at the rebel base and they're all like, it's Kylo Ren. He's like, no, 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 I'm on your side. It's cool. And then he has to like win them over. That's what I really wanted. Or or maybe instead of them just following Ray's path to Exegol, he says, I've got the coordinates to Exegol here. Let's go and beat up this old man. Yeah. yeah, especially as he smashes her Wayfinder. Um, so he's like the only person who knows the way. I thought at that moment it was going to be he's going to turn light and they're going to need him to get there. Yeah, and, and and so they missed out on this opportunity to have that awkward conversation where they're like, hey, the last time I saw you, I was going to have you uh, have you executed. How's it going? Yeah, I was going to kill you. That, like, like that whole thing. And, and I feel like Adam Driver spends very little time talking with anybody else other than Ray and Hux. And... Yeah, <laughs> who only gets about five minutes and then gets killed. I mean, he he gets film. done the dirty in this movie, doesn't he? Old I also I loved it when he went. I'm the spy. I'm the spy. <laughs> that was an extremely overacted line. It was, it was almost like maybe you shouldn't be living here. It was like great. levels of overacting. I, yeah, it was brilliant. I, I felt really bad for him. I feel like he should have run away and joined the rebellion and been a big old coward somewhere. I would have loved um, that. I think that would have been really funny as if he got away with them and then it was just like, oh, we're all going to die. And kind of him and C- like, and C-3PO was a really good part of this movie as well. He was very funny. Mm, um, yeah. They really use C-3PO well, but a bit where C-3PO turns to him and goes, oh, snap out of it, you coward, or something like that would have been a nice little bit of humor. Yeah. Um, they, they, he shouldn't have just been straight up murdered by, what was the name? General Pride? Yeah. Do you think Kitty his, Pride. Do you think his first name's White? I think it might be. Yeah. Um, Richard E. Pry. 
He was great, though. He was great. He was really good. I, I thought he's put long overdue for this kind of role in Star Wars. Yeah, he was perfect. And, for I, it. and I thought he might end up being the spy because he suddenly appeared in this movie. Um, yeah, and and he was the one who was. Whenever there was mention of a spy, it always kind of cut to him. And it was like, oh, is he the spy? But no, it ended up being it being Hux. But he was good fun. He was a good old fun villain. Um, which was which was fine. But again, yeah, it's. I just. I, if there is but again, a... yeah, Palpatine. It, it, he was just Palpatine's stooge. If it had gone, if it hadn't gone down the Palpatine route, and he was the main guy, how good would that have been to have him playing the like ultimate all-time ending trilogy-ending villain, whoever and wherever it came from in the law somehow? Yeah, like okay, we're we're rewriting in short this movie. There's no fucking Palpatine, right? No, no Palpatine dead. whatsoever. Kylo Ren has hunted down them all and he's cornered Ray and they're having a lightsaber fight. Then But little Force Boy from The Last Jedi, he's built up his little band of like force sensitive teenagers and they all swoop in. <laughs> he swoops in doing a badass backflip on a skateboard. They all swoop in and they're filming it on their phones and yeah. they're posting it to TikTok. Pulls out a can of, of spray paint, sprays Kylo Ren in the face at his mask. Yeah. And is like, dude, you're whack. Yeah. You suck. No. Check out my radical so lightsabers. My, he's got a little space skateboard. <laughs> it's got little lightsaber wheels. <laughs> um <laughs> no but what, what happens is they corner him they have the same fight they almost exactly the same fight as they have in in um the 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 rise of skywalker the one in the in the the rough sea yes yeah i did quite like that and and again i thought that was well and again carrie fisher reaches out one last time to try and reach her son does so he's mortally wounded and left for dead and they fly off Kylo Ren gets picked up by his forces and they take him back, but he realizes that he is now on the path of the light side. He tries to undo the damage he's done and is like, we can't keep doing this. He can, he then gets undermined by Hux and by Pride, who are like, no, you can't stop what you're doing. Hey, kind of like hate mobs online who start things off and then can't stop them when they try to. Ah. Nice little metaphor there. You know... Yeah. It, there's there's so much about the rise of fascism across all of the star wars movies um that they could and then he has to win the trust of the rebels and convince them that um pride is the real enemy yes and then they have the big old space battle yeah there we go and they've still got all the star destroyers with planet killing abilities and whatever yeah but there's not some shriveled up old fruit cake in a fucking dungeon somewhere Wearing a glorious red shirt with a black, uh, with a black robe on, going, I've been around forever. Look at my clones. I've got clones of this person. Oh, you wanted backstory to smoke? Well, he's a clone that I made. Yeah, and now there's more of him in a jar. Yeah, I'm gonna eat him for lunch. Oh, Snoke on toast, my favourite. <laughs> pickled Snoke. Pickled Snoke. Um. Yeah, you I go down the chip shop, chips and a pickled snake. I hated that. Why could Snoke not just have been some old dick who got fucking ganked? Yeah. But why did they have to make him a clone of that Palpatine grew in a jar? Is that is that what it said? Is clo- they're clones of Palpatine? Well, no, but he, they're like a genetically engineered being that he like used to look through and speak to people. So he was basically just so like basically a little clones. a flesh puppet that that yeah. he's controlling. Um, which is dumb, and I hated it as much as I hate you, J.J. Abrams. How dare <laughs> yeah. you? Get out. Get out. No, JJ, JJ, JJ. We know you're listening. 
Um, he listens every week. He listens every week. I love The Force Awakens, mate. And I think the people who criticize that movie are unfair. But I, I didn't like this movie very much. Um, and it's still an exciting, competently made, fun sci-fi romp. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't deny all of that stuff. But It's still Star Wars yeah. and it's still good. And I'd say it's still better than the prequel movies. However, I would say that because of the cowardice that they showed towards defending what the previous movie had done rather than building on what that did to reach a satisfying conclusion because guess what people hated the empire strikes back in the same way when they saw it the first time yeah you know what the re- you know what the return of the jedi did it built on what the empire strikes back did and built it to a satisfying conclusion with this movie and had ewoks and had ewoks there was a slight ewok in here a little cameo ewok mm-hmm. um but but yeah with 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 the rise of skywalker they did not build on what had gone before they basically tried to undermine what had gone before and that's where the mess comes from in this movie and and that's what makes it disappointing to me and i know that lots of people have enjoyed it but for me at least it didn't feel like it was it reached the potential that it could have had yeah it was just it felt like a box ticking exercise yeah yeah and and it was trying to do so much but without any thematic backing to it that it just felt like here's this here's this here's this it felt so fast without much by way of substance behind it yeah but at the same time it was a lot shorter than a lot of the others and felt like it did too much in that time and it therefore kind of ends up feeling not long enough almost yeah yeah so i don't know i i i think it was a bit of a bit of a missed opportunity here but hopefully, I, I'd really, I hope this doesn't stop Disney from doing more Star Wars movies because they've they've mentioned that they're going to be focusing on on TV shows for a while. Um, we've got the Obi Wan TV show, obviously we've got the Mandalorian season two as well. Um, but I want more Star Wars films. I want Ryan Johnson's trilogy if that ever happens. But I'm not sure whether is, it, is will. it not happening. Well, it's 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 supposed to be happening, but we've not heard anything else about it. And given the backlash that we've seen towards star wars i wonder whether it will ever see the light of day but i hope it does right um and i want to see more stories i want to see more spin-off films i want to see different stories told within the star wars universe and i just feel like i hope that this doesn't put them off because i would happily take a solid star wars movie every year for the rest of my life i would happily take a solid star wars tv show every year for the rest of my life i that would be ideal it doesn't need to be brown, like the best thing ever. It doesn't need to make everybody happy. It just needs to be authentic and it needs to be Star Warsy, and and that's all it needs to be. Just give yeah, me absolutely. give me Star Wars stuff. Give me give us Star Wars stuff all the time. Forget Marvel. Marvel's made you loads of money, but it's boring. Give us more Star Wars. Give us we- Give us weird little creatures that can fix droids. Give us seven foot slug monsters. Give us, exactly. give us all Kit of that Fisto. Stuff. Kit Fisto. You can make so many enjoyable backstory stuff. You you keep lobbying for Kit Fisto. <laughs> I, I, Fisto, sorry. I'm I'm here for Babu Frick story. I'm here for the when Palpatine found time to have sex story. You know all of that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for that. I want a raunchy teen comedy about Palpatine's sexual exploits throughout the galaxy. The misadventures of the Knights of Ren. Yeah, you know, I'm here for I that. want a farcical comedy about the Knights of Ren, but because originally there was about a hundred of them, but each episode one of them dies in a hilarious manner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the animals of Farthing Wood, but it's the Knights of Ren. That's what I want. 
That's a cool. That's a reference. <laughs> Animals of Farthing Wood. Hey, classic um, children's TV. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Give us th- give us these random stories. Give us these strange things. Keep giving us like weird little characters. Um, yeah. That's what people like about Star Wars. And don't be afraid to piss off a minority of fans. No. It's fine. Don't Or even the majority of them to be honest. You'll make your money. Like just You'll still be able to make Star Wars. Yeah, just I don't know. It's like the biggest intellectual property ever. Don't be scared with Star Wars is what I'm saying. Exactly. You can, you can afford to be bold. You could afford for there to be a 2020 Star Wars holiday special is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, give us the holiday special. Yeah. Give us life day. Another life day. <laughs> give give us the... I haven't actually seen the holiday special. Oh, mate. You watch it. Can we watch it? Is there romance in it? I don't think there is, but... I don't know. But Chewbacca's got a wife. <laughs> Chewbacca's got a wife? Yeah, he's got a wife and some kids. They're, they're the right. main characters. It's Chewbacca's wife and kids. And his cool. dad or his father-in-law who sits there watching, like, dirty dancing on a on a hologram. Um yeah it's a it's a very bizarre thing but um yeah yeah give us another holiday special give us the return of Chewbacca's family yeah again all the family stuff i want family dramas in this universe that's the thing and it's kind of it's a family saga really over nine things but it just ends up going down the wrong kind of family route and becoming incestuous <laughs> yeah don't give us incest family give give us no give us you know love island in space <laughs> Love planet. Love planet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Give us, give us love planet. Give us the bachelor in space. Give us um, Star Wars quiz shows. Well, I think they are doing a Star Wars quiz show, aren't they? But not, not, not cool. set in universe. It's, it's like Star Wars fans go on and answer questions. All um, right. But I'll, I'll allow the it. bachelor in space. I'll allow it. Yeah, I but yeah. Give that. us the bachelor in space. Give us, I don't know. Give us a Star Wars horror movie. Like that would be cool. Some freaky monster on a planet that people are trying to run away from yeah the giant um sandworm yeah that Ray yeah give us give us tremors in space with that sandworm yeah get kevin bacon in the star wars universe i feel like what the star wars universe is really missing is kevin bacon yeah well, yeah definitely give us more kevin bacon yeah um but yeah have you got anything else you want to say about about this movie no, not really. Uh, just to sum up, things might occur to me, but yeah, just you know, just to sum up, it was still a very, very enjoyable thing. Like pre pre Christmas thing with my dad to go to the cinema and see the new Star Wars is always a good time. Um, but yeah, it was just it was disappointing on a number of levels, but it is still good. It is still enjoyable. It is still fun space battle. All of the things that you love about Star Wars are in it. It's just it's disappointing from a nerd point of view, but it's still good. Yeah, it's. It's and there's good romance. There's a kiss. I still, I still had fun. I don't know whether I necessarily would recommend it in terms of going out to spend money at the cinema. But then I'm not sure whether it would be really good to see on a small screen. But if you're into Star Wars, you're going to spend that money yeah, anyway. If, aren't if you? you're into Star Wars, you're probably going to go see it anyway. Um, and if you're not, you're not going to go see it because you don't give a but shit. But I, I was disappointed, and I think it is the worst of the Disney era Star Wars films. Um, yeah you know like i think i think solo is very underrated i think it's a much better movie than people give it credit for um and rogue one certainly a very good film yeah it's great yeah 
so yeah and i i wouldn't rate this higher than the force awakens or or the last jedi no i'd say that's fair order um, order but, but it's not awful i guess there's moments that are awful but overall just turn off your brain a little bit i think when <laughs> you're going to see it <laughs> yeah don't go into it expecting loads of really intricate stuff just enjoy it for what it is yeah which is big old lightsaber fights and stuff like that lots of plan- planet killing spaceships yeah a lot of them a, a suspiciously large amount of them um so so have we got anything else to say or should we move on to rating <clears throat> no let's let's rate it how are we gonna rate so it? so how many cousins removed are you <laughs> from the love of your life <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'll say, does it twelve? Twelve cousins. Yeah, I'm gonna go for. A, mm, I'm gonna be slightly more generous than I was after I first saw it. So I'm gonna go for a ten. Yeah, when you first saw it, we like, I'm gonna give it a two. No, I, w- I was thinking of single digits, but I'll go for a ten because. Yeah, I, I think it's easily halfway. Yeah, there. it's halfway there, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's got a especially in the context of Attack of the Clones being a thing that it's exists. got a it's got a giant slug man in it. What more do you want from a film? Yeah, it's got Babu Frick. Yeah, Babu Frick, um, the main man, Babu Frick, <laughs> the the greatest, most well developed character in all of Star Wars. Most well developed oh! character. Oh, that's that reminds me. Did you enjoy the chimpanzee um, blacksmith that appeared in like for? five seconds yeah i love chimpanzee <laughs> blacksmith great. i don't know who that character is but he's a chimpanzee who's a blacksmith and he's clearly an evil blacksmith so yeah give us more chimpanzee blacksmith star Wars. where's his movie yeah where's his movie where where's a movie about the rivalry between babu frick and chimpanzee blacksmith yeah that's what we want that's what the fans want give us that come on that's what the fans really want that's what we want you to throw into our hog. Lightsaber battles, get out. <laughs> give, give us Babu Frick versus chimpanzee. We've had enough of those. Do you think... We want a, wel- a welding contest. Everything in this, like, saving the world hinges on a welding contest. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, do you think really chimpanzee want. blacksmith survived? Do you reckon he was there in the final fight? Or do you think he was elsewhere? Yeah. No, I reckon, I reckon he, like, got in his ship and came to Exegol to fight. Oh, you reckon he he was like, you know what? I'm sick of hanging out with the Knights of Ren. I'm gonna go fuck them up. Yeah, yeah. He he was a secret rebel. Okay, okay. Maybe, maybe that's why they lost because all of their armor was deliberately made bad. Yeah, he did it deliberately. <laughs> he did it. He did it to spite the Knights of Ren. <laughs> yeah, that that's my canon now. That's my Star Wars canon. <laughs> Your Star Wars canon mostly revolves around a chimpanzee yeah and that's fine and that's because fine. star wars can be whatever you want it, it can to be, be whatever you want it can be a broom boy it can be a chimpanzee blacksmith it can be kit fisto it can be giant slug man whatever you want that's what star wars is it can be tiny cute little welding man yeah indeed um so up next we've got a movie we have got a movie. <laughs> it's a film. It's a film. <laughs> also, a current film that's in the cinema. I, I can't believe we're, it. We're two two films in the cinema. We're doubling up <laughs> on on our, our cinema duties here. Um, yeah. Would you like? Don't to, get used would, to it, people. No, do not. I, I have a baby. Uh, still. <laughs> after this, we're going straight back to Netflix films. Um, yeah. But yeah, do you want to share the good news with the fine people? Of yes, I do. Next week, we will be discussing the film Cats. Oh man, I'm so excited. 
that's the um, main theme from Cats. I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> Lloyd Webber's best work. Um, are you a jellicle cat? Am I a jellicle cat? <laughs> I can't cat? tell you that till next You're week. You're going to have to listen in next week to find out, people. To come next week you're invited to the jellical ball <laughs> which is not a disease <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited to talk about this film yeah me too me too i'm holding it in right now <laughs> all right <laughs> all right well thanks a lot for tuning in to our first episode of the year i um, really appreciate it i hope you enjoyed it and um hope you like star wars yeah if you did like it then feel free to tell me how i'm a soy boy beta cuck <laughs> um, for, for not liking it as much as you did um yeah you can find us online so go yeah. and look us up uh, big, twitter at big boys don't pod email big boys don't cry podcast at gmail.com the um links to our show hosting have changed we have now moved over to the good people at Acast. so those of you who've been asking about the earlier episodes that disappeared from the feed disappeared from the feed they're back so you can now go all the way back to episode 10 um, and all the way to episode one, obviously, but to episode 10, when we discuss the bridges of Madison County, and you can also access the Sensation Supercut to find out about the making of the greatest film of all time. Oh, so, Mate, I'm so glad the Sensation Supercut is back. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, the bridges of Madison County, one of our greatest, perhaps our magnum opus. <laughs> that is a very good episode. Um, so yeah, yeah, go, go and enjoy those earlier episodes, everyone. Yeah. We hope you enjoy it. And yeah, love to hear from you about Star Wars or cats or anything else. And in the meantime, yeah, we will be back next week to talk about cats. Oh, yes, the film. You've got to do the, the ending one. Or oh, it lingers on something or whatever. And then we finish by going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, bye bye. All right, bye. <laughs>